नमस्ते जय शिवाय वी आर गोइंग टू स्टडी ईशोपनिषद सो एज यू ऑल नो देर आर सो मेनी उपनिषद्स राइट सो मेनी लाइक हंड्रेड एंड एट उपनिषद्स आर देर एंड आउट ऑफ दोज हंड्रेड एंड एट उपनिषद्स इलेवन आर कंसिडर्ड एज मेन उपनिषद्स एंड आउट ऑफ दोज इलेवन द फर्स्ट उपनिषद इज ईशोपनिषद सो जस्ट सी इफ यू कैन फाइंड एनी बुक इन हिंदी और इंग्लिश विच एवर लैंग्वेज यू कैन रीड उपनिषद्स वर ट्रांसलेटेड इन ऑलमोस्ट ऑल द लैंग्वेजेस ऑफ द वर्ल्ड ऑल द नोन लैंग्वेजेस इन द वर्ल्ड सो यू मे बी एबल टू फाइंड अ ट्रांसलेशन दैट इज इन योर लैंग्वेज इफ यू वुड लाइक टू रीड इट सो यू कैन बाय एंड परचेज दैट बुक एंड वी विल गो ऑन रीडिंग एंड स्टडिंग हियर द ईशोपनिषद एंड आई ट्राई टू कवर एज मच एज पॉसिबल and because you are here reading the translation yourself if you have any questions related to the chapters that i am teaching the topics that i am teaching if you have any questions you can just feel free to ask them in youtube comments or you can ask them uh, through the email as well you can write to beingshivafoundation@yahoo.com and i'll try to answer all those questions too all right so upanishad what is meant by upanishad upa means that which is closer to parmatma or brahm or let's call call him supreme being okay for everybody's understanding easy understanding and not to so much of uh, you know trying to struggle with the terminology throughout these ishopanishad videos i will refer to brahm or parmatma as supreme being okay so this upanishad so the word upa when when you dissect the word upanishad it becomes three different words and three different words are upa ni and shad so upa means that which is closer to the supreme being ni means definitely conclusively it is so and shad means shad is a dhatu in sanskrit an element in sanskrit which has three different meanings two meanings are related to destruction like you are destroying something so shad could mean the destruction of ignorance shad could mean the destruction of all your vasanas all your chitvrittis shad means the destruction of the ties of bandhana the bondage all the ties of bondage that you feel the ties of karma that you feel okay that you have in your life so destroying all that all that you are not all that that is not needed okay and so that the real you comes out so shad means these things destruction of these things shad also means the motion something that is moving so what is moving the journey of an atma journey of the real you journey is a motion different events and things taking place at a particular time and space right so journey means motion means journey and what else is in motion 
everything that is taking you closer as if an atma is going towards that supreme being atma means the real you okay so the real you is progressing towards the supreme being so that is what upanishad upanishads are for so upanishads are definitely in conclusive about taking an atma on the journey towards closer to parmatma or brahm or supreme being okay so that is the meaning of upanishad now upanishads are very very important texts to understand for serious spiritual seekers and anybody who is seeking should read upanishads i would say there was a even since ancient times actually when alexander was coming to india aristotle asked him that in india there is something called as wisdom text and they are called as upanishad how about you get me get me some from there exactly in the same way gandhi mahatma gandhi once said that you know if all the spiritual texts are destroyed somehow from india but upanishads are saved then that means we have saved our wisdom we have saved our cultural wisdom and especially the wisdom about the real journey of an atma towards moksha so we have saved that and even if all the upanishads are destroyed but just this one upanishad isha upanishad is saved then also we have saved everything then also we can pursue our journey spiritual journey and attain moksha the ultimate liberation and then he said even if the entire isha upanishad is destroyed but just the first sutra first mantra is saved somehow then we have saved everything <laughs> so you see how important upanishads are that's what i'm trying to explain to you and out of all those upanishads how important the isha upanishad is that is why it is also considered as the first upanishad okay now all the other upanishads mostly upanishads comes from vedas so they are not the independent text or scriptures you can say for example bhagavad gita or udhav gita so bhagavad gita udhav gita vidur niti all these are parts of mahabharata so mahabharata is the main scripture main text and out of those out of mahabharata we have bhagavad gita udhav gita pranay gita bhavar gita and vidur niti and so many other texts exactly in the same way we have four vedas right so all those vedas from those vedas comes the upanishads now isha upanishad especially contains everything about just and just from the vedas but lot many other upanishads have the content from not just from vedas but from brahman granth and from the aranyakas so many other texts are involved to in writing upanishad and then later came a time when whosoever wrote a really important is a important spiritual scripture or a text they called it upanishad <laughs> so you may see so many different types of upanishads existing and by calling it an upanishad they only meant that yes it's a very important uh, text or a 
helpful and useful text for spiritual seekers. So call it Upanishad. But 108, which comes out of Vedas uh, and uh, Brahman Granth and uh, Aranyakas, they are considered as main Upanishads. Earlier there were thousands of Upanishads. 108 we have so far shown up. And 11 of them are considered as the real important ones. And out of those 11, this Isha Upanishad is the first one to study for spiritual seekers. Now, this is something about Upanishads in general, right? Now, let's talk about Isha. Isha means, we'll go into a very, very great detail of the word, the term Isha. But Isha plus Upanishad, that is what makes the name Isha Upanishad. So, A, Isha, A plus Upanishad, U, A and U becomes O, okay? That's what happens in Aum, Om, right? So, exactly in the same way, that is why it is called as Isha Upanishad. Isha plus Upanishad. Upanishad about Isha. Isha is Brahma Paramatma or Supreme Being, you can say. Now, Isha Upanishad, because it was, it is also called as Vajrasanei Upanishad. Why? There used to be a sage or a rishi or a spiritual samadhi guru. His name was Vajrasanei. And uh, there was another spiritual samadhi guru whose name was Yagyavalakya. He went to Vajrasanei to study Yajurveda. There are four Vedas, right? Rigveda, Atharvaveda, Yajurveda is one of them. So these Vedas and he went to study Yajurveda. So when Yagyavalakya was called as, he started, people started knowing him by the name as Vajrasanei. Somebody who belongs to that guru, Vajrasanei. So they started calling him. So when he wrote the entire commentary on Yajurveda, its 40th chapter became Ishopanishad. Okay? 40th chapter of the Yajurveda explanation that was done by originally named Yagyavalakya but most uh, famously known as Vajrasanei. So when he did that, its 40th chapter became Ishopanishad. Now Ishopanishad only contains the mantra, complete full mantras of the Veda, Yajur Veda. Okay? So that is the reason it is also called as Mantropanishad, an Upanishad about mantra, the most important mantras, right? So it is also called as Mantropanishad because it contains the exactly same mantras. The mantras has been taken completely, fully from the Veda. So that is why it is called as Mantropanishad. <clears throat> now let's see. Which, if somebody is trying to understand which branch of Yajurveda it pertains to, then you can say Kanva branch, Kanva Shakha of uh, Yajurveda is what it pertains to. So this is the, this is some preface, pretext about understanding and reading the Isha Upanishad and this is some basic concepts around what is Upanishad, why one should read it and uh, 
once it is said that you know you can remove you can go on removing all your vasanas chitravritis sanskaras you can remove everything but the last seed of ignorance spiritual ignorance avidya that we call so last seed of it is only removed by knowing that supreme being by knowing brahm or parmatma directly knowing doesn't mean reading about him or anything knowing him through samadhis knowing him through different levels of samadhis that is what they are saying so ultimate ignorance the last piece the last remaining thread the last remaining seed whatever part of the seed it is it is removed only by knowing brahm or parmatma or supreme being that is why knowing him is the most important thing because you can only go so far through your own efforts you can remove your vrittis sanskaras this and that and you can go on walking your spiritual journey but the removal of the last seed the last strain of avidya ignorance spiritual ignorance requires knowing that supreme being without knowing him directly that last thread last seed is not removed and then the samadhi is not completed so in order to complete the nirvikalpa samadhi the samadhi or you can say complete the process of enlightenment complete the process of self realization and be able to attain moksha requires knowing supreme being so we will go on studying ishopanishad through further sessions until then if you would like to buy a book or start reading it somewhere then please do so and if whenever we will have we'll have question answer sessions also in between or i will see if i can or organize a call where where we all can gather those who have questions and they can ask their questions about issue nishad okay all right namaste jai shivaya